Check it. Remix. Uh, 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 hey. You used to listen to the Lake Effect podcast, but now it's been remixed. Now it's the Hogwash podcast. Still with Nico and James. We'll make your brain hurt. Boom. Squirt. There goes a squid. Inked. All over the face. Pinked. Like your pinky. Uh. Nice breakdown. Thanks. In five, four, three. Ooh, welcome to the Hogwash Podcast. Oinkity oink. This is James. And Nico. And today we're going to be talking about cartoons logic. Please explain, sir. Things don't make sense in cartoons. When you're a kid, you don't realize it because you're like watching it for. The pleasure of like watching cartoons, whatever. But as you get older and you go back and watch your favorites, you know, um, I don't know, like between us, like SpongeBob or like, you know, all, older stuff like that, you realize there's some connections they make in the episodes that either don't make sense or how the characters in the show have 800,000 of the same outfits, mm-hmm. but they never show the person like washing them. So you're like, do you just like wear something and throw it out? You know, um, or you have the cartoons that are just blatant about it, and like it shows a a character opening the closet, and the character has like sixty outfits of the same thing. You know, it yeah. just it doesn't make sense. But I wanted uh, what reminded me of that was uh, me and James were reading a couple like memes earlier, and there's this one uh, with conspiracy uh, Keanu, which was like him when he was younger, but he's like. What if the princess wants to be with Bowser, but Mario keeps kidnapping her? So it's like cartoon logic, video game logic, like things you don't think about because it's like you're kind of guided towards one direction, but it's like, well, what if this is really a different thing, you know? That one was really trippy to me. When I first saw the Mario one, I thought, man, I mean, the princess has something for Bowser. There's no way you'd be attracted to someone that much. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you keep winding up back in this guy's hands, I'm sorry, Mario, just give up. Like, Now's the time. After after time three, don't you think she would have been like, oh, hey, um, we should probably improve Mushroom Kingdom's defenses since she's like, the princess and there's, like, no king, whatever. Um, oh, wait, Bowser keeps kidnapping me. Oh, well, next time Mario saves me, I won't, I won't do anything different. Ah, oh, he kidnapped me again. Wouldn't you think with all her riches, either him or Luigi would be promoted from lowly plumber in the Mushroom Kingdom? Maybe, I don't know, he gets some higher duty, some sort of managing position of the castle. Yeah, they don't even live in the castle. They live, like, in their house, not, like, like in the village, but, yeah, it's like... They live in, like, the Italian slums of Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. It's like and, Little Italy, New York or something. And still, all they can afford is one pair of overalls. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I... Hey, if I were Peach and I really wanted to be saved, I would say... Hey, let me repay you somehow, rather than like one kiss at the end of the. You know what's at funny? The, end of the game, and that's it. In okay. Super Mario sixty four, I'm pretty sure when you beat the game, um, she's like, "I baked you a cake." You're like, "I just spent like, I don't know." When you first go through the game, probably like thirty hours or something, trying to get enough stars to beat Bowser and all that crap, and then at the end, she's like, "I'm gonna bake you a cake." You're like, "That's what I get." I don't, <laughs> I don't. We don't get married or anything. You're just gonna bake me a cake. 
cool. I wanted some sugar, <laughs> and that confectionery sugar, <laughs> affectionery sugar. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. I was impressed with that one. And yeah, with them having the overalls, except for like in newer games where Mario has all these weird powers like Ghost, Bee, uh, Bee. Penguin, stuff like that. Yeah, Mario Galaxy. Uh, Bee is crazy. But um, in like the original games, he would have his overalls, and then like if you hit a fire flower, now his overalls are a different color. He didn't get like a new hat or anything like that. He was just like, oh, now my overalls are a different color. And then you run into a feather. He ties a caper on himself, but he's still wearing the same overalls. But then if you get hit by an enemy, you lose your cape and you go back to just Mario. And it's like, oh, boom, I got punched by a dinosaur. Ow. There goes my cape. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no, of course, it makes total sense, you know. But I, I got to tell you, that, that really, really messed with my head. Because Mario has been going through for how many years now? When did he start with this whole princess thing? Well... I mean, back, the first game he was in actually 90s. in was, um, it wasn't even Peach, it was, uh, she has some other name. It was like, and she's never been in another game again. It was like something weird like Penelope. And that was like, Princess that, Leia? No? No. Okay. That was like with Donkey Kong. But his first Mario game was uh, Super Mario Bros, which was like... Is that late 80s? Yeah, I think it was like 88 or something like that. But even so, yeah. And in those games, those games were great. You would, um, there's four levels in like each world or whatever. So it's, you're like on level one, 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 two, one, three, one, four. And, one, and the fourth one would always be the Bowser level. And to beat Bowser in the first games, all you had to do was when you got to the Bowser scene, the music would change and it'd get like all intense. And he would have like axes and fr uh, fire. All you have to do is wait for him to jump. You'd run underneath him and jump on the axe. And then he's like, crap, why'd I put an axe by this rope bridge? And he'd fall through. And you go through, and you're like, yeah, I rescued Princess Peach. And then a toad popped out, and he's like, ha, the princess is in another castle. You're like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> princess actually got word that you were heading towards the castle, and she ran to the next one. Good luck trying to find her. Also, if Bowser keeps getting, uh, like, knocked down into lava, I mean, granted, he's some kind of weird, like, fire-breathing dinosaur turtle thing. But if you keep getting knocked down into lava, like... By the time you go to, like, 2, 4, 3, 4, he's back, but now he has something new with him. He's like, oh, well, I got my ass kicked last time, so this time I'm going to have axes with me. You know, it's like... Ugh. And then when you finally do beat it, you know, it's really odd. Like, you beat the level, and it's like, I think uh, it's 8-8. Eight, eight. And Peach is just, like, in a burlap sack, like all the other toads were, and you find her, and she's like, oh, you've rescued me, Mario. And that's, like, how the game ends. And it's like, credits, you're like... but. Once, <laughs> I want a little more closure than burlap sack here. Please. She she didn't even sound excited. <laughs> she was just oh. like, it was like a it was like a monotone game of hide and seek for her. She's like, oh, you found me. To you again. Great, great. I ran out of castles. You got me, Mario. <laughs> you know, it's been two and a half decades. We're talking about late eighties. I mean. If you don't have the girl at this point... Now, granted, Peach has aged extremely well over the last 25 years. I'll give her that. Mario's looking pretty fine himself still. He's, he's a very robust, I mean, energetic is, young it, man. It seems he is getting a little chubbier. I mean, but... yeah, yeah, he's he's been eating all those cakes that Peach has given him at the end of <laughs> games. He's, he's putting on the weight. But other than that, I mean, he's still running extremely quickly. He's jumping as high as ever. Yeah. And he's he's shape shifting now. He's turning into bumblebees. You right. Know? Like he he's only adding to the repertoire. I would think that would be extremely attractive to any other 
suitor like Daisy, for example. Right. I mean, if I were Daisy, I'd be all over that. But I mean, see, she's after Luigi. Is that true? That's like what it's like uh, geared at because Mario and Peach go together. But there's never really a game except for like Mario Party, like Mario Tennis with Daisy, where it's like, oh, rescue Daisy. She's just kind of like, oh, it's like Peach's ugly sister or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe like third cousin that kind of hangs out over summer. Yeah, you some, some stops odd, by for a few some weeks. Some odd relation. Just like everyone's like, oh, I like Mario better than. It's because Luigi's like the weird, like lanky brother. Uh-huh. When he jumps in the older game, his feet would like flutter back and wiggle. forth, and like yeah, he would like shake, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like awkward penguin, socially awkward penguin. Yeah, socially awkward penguin. But socially like... awkward plumber is what we should name. It. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi, Luigi's face is like, oh no, because he like, um, mamma mia, and he's also like the bigger, um, or not the bigger. He has. He is uh, more scared of things. Like, Mario will, like, walk in the room and Fagosi is like, whoa, and that's it. Luigi will, like, sit down and cry, and he's like, <laughs> and you're like, Luigi, come on. Like, um, he had his own game in the, on the GameCube. Luigi's it was called Mansion. Luigi's Mansion. I was just going to say that. Mario got kidnapped instead of the princess because oh. they needed to do something new. And the whole thing of the game is you have a vacuum on your back you can suck a ghost with, kind of like in Ghostbusters. But, like, every time you walk into a new room and there's, like, dim lighting, Luigi's just, like, hiding, and there's, like, a, I don't know, five-second, like, um, cutscene where Luigi's just, like, crying. He's, like, (laughs) and his, like, whole body is trembling. And when you, like, see the first ghost in the room, he's, like, (gasps) and he's, like, all, like, incredibly scared. Mario would see a ghost, and it's just, like, oh, well, if I turn my back on it, uh, or if I look at it, it won't come after me. Mario's got a lot of experience, though. He does. Through the years, he knows how to deal with ghosts. And if Luigi hasn't made a move... And Daisy, at this point, I mean, totally fair game for Mario to just come in and sweep her off her feet. You know what it is? Maybe it's because, like, I forgot what the term is called, but um, sometimes people that are captured by people or kidnapped or whatever, um, yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but you have this uh, syndrome where you, like, fall in love with your captor. Um, mm. So maybe, like, Peach is developing that, and Mario's just, like, he's always, like, taking her away from Bowser just kind of like the meme said. Yeah. So maybe now Peach has already moved on. She's like, you know, you can keep saving me, Mario, but my heart's with someone else. So maybe Mario should be like, well, obviously she isn't interested. I should go after Daisy now. It's time to give up. <laughs> I I think he's delusional from all those wild mushrooms he's been eating over the years. That would wear on you. That's true. Seriously, like... Wait, this mushroom made me like eight times bigger. Wow. <laughs> now I can break blocks with my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? There's a vine going up to the clouds? Let's climb it. Okay. Altitude sickness. I mean, he's got to have at least 1,200 concussions at this point from ramming into, you know, metal question marks. And how many And how many like en- different enemies is he being hit by? Bowser, like, breathes fire on him, like, smacks him with his claws. Goombas, like, headbutt him. You know, and just, like, all his other crazy stuff. And Bullet stuff. Bill just likes to show up whenever he wants. Yeah, he's, like, a, he's the boss. He's, like, a heat-seeking missile. Get out of here, Bullet Bill. Whenever you're playing a Mario game, and then all of a sudden you're on a level with Bullet Bills, you're like, crap. <laughs> this level's gonna suck. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Man, so that's, that's, uh, that's, that was, that's Mario. That was, that was a nice little tangent off a meme that had nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Completely Oops. unrelated. But back to cartoons, um... You know, there's the cartoons that were there that had like order to them. Um, I don't know, like 
Well, I guess the ones that come from Japan, like Sailor Moon or Pokemon or, like, Yu-Gi-Oh!, you know, like, they actually have, like, story, and you're like, oh, well, if you want to know what happened, like, what's going on, like, watch the last couple episodes. But then you have ep- or, uh, cartoons like Spongebob where you can watch one episode and the next episode is completely unrelated. Even if they're in the same, uh, like, program or whatever, you know, because Spongebob has, like, the two episodes that are always together. Yep. And, like, in one episode, Spongebob will be like, oh, yeah, I've never done that before. But then, and this will be, like, an episode from 2005. And then you go back and see an episode from, like, 2000, and he's done that, whatever he's talking about before. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, are you... Do you have amnesia or like quite possibly different writers don't communicate with the other writers on the show so they all have like their own ideas of like what happens in the show he does live in fruit that's true he lives in fruit in there's a sea. lot of sugar in fruit maybe he just sugar is he diabetic uh patrick is <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if anyone's the diabetic and has amnesia it's patrick i think we can all agree <laughs> i forgot what episode it's in um but spongebob's like oh i don't have any money on me and he like pulls out his pockets and then Spon- or patrick's like let me check and he like bends over and looks in his belly button and there's like lint and like a paper clip in there but when he like looks at his stomach you can see like all these like fat rolls in there. <laughs> it's just like wow. spongebob is brilliant it's just pure brilliance i love it i mean essentially patrick's kind of like hibernating 95 percent of the show he eats and then he sleeps under a rock right and then spongebob will like come by and uh you know like interact with them but then he'll like, go back to sleeping speaking of which there's an episode of again cartoon logic there's an episode where um like sandy just moved in and they go to play with her and she's like i'm hibernating you know don't wake me up or whatever like, mm-hmm. what we were just talking about, Patrick does this, like, every single day. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't go to school. He just sleeps and eats, unless if SpongeBob's around. So it's like, he already knows what hibernating is, because that's his life. Mm-hmm. Cartoon logic number two, if Sp- SpongeBob. Patrick's daughter, or not Patrick. Mr. Krabs' daughter is a whale. Mr. That... Crab is a crab. Those are very different. They are. Very different. They're not even... It's closely related. And what's really funny to me is the fact that they actually use that, and Mr. Krabs is maybe like half the size of Pearl. Right, and it also goes to, if Mr. Krabs, Miss, he's the guy, he's a crab, what was the wife that made a whale? Mrs. Krabs was a crab. Is there a Mrs. Krabs? They're actually, well, no, I'm thinking of Mr. Krabs' mom. Oh, Cause, yeah. Because they went and did a panty raid at her house once, Yeah, then, Patrick and And then they Mr. had a painter house. When they, yeah, that they too. The okay, cartoon logic. Even if it's dark outside, you kind of notice what roads you're going down. Shouldn't you be like, hey, this is my house? And then when you're going through, you're like, oh, oh that's a picture of me. How? how oh, dark? wait, this is my house? Soy. Stupid. Derp, derp. I'm looking at my mom's underwear. <laughs> Score. <laughs> Gross. You know who else? <laughs> Looks at your, your mom's underwear. My mom. <laughs> well, you gotta love Muscle Man. It's dark at the bottom of the sea, though. Take that into consideration. It is dark. What is their source of light down there? Sunlight doesn't penetrate down that far. Yeah, somehow they have electricity. Uh, well, I guess. I mean, that's already, like, doesn't make sense anyways. Something that really didn't make sense is the episode where... The fire... Is that and, where you're going well, with this? And Yeah, anytime there's a fire. But I was actually going with the guy who was dressed up in the gorilla suit. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that one? It was a guy 
a human in a gorilla suit. And even though... SpongeBob breaks his butt, and then he's, like, afraid to go outside. So Sandy and Patrick are trying to, like, lure him to come back outside. And they're like, no, really, SpongeBob? We're getting attacked by a gorilla. And it's a person, apparently, in a gorilla suit. Yeah. yeah. What's, what what's funny to me is that when Patrick and SpongeBob have to go into Sandy's dome, you know, they got to wear the water helmets on their head. Right. So it only goes one way. You know, they have to do that in there and abide by the logic. But mm-hmm. then, you know, Gorilla Suit Man, nope, okay, whatever, doesn't matter. But at the end of the episode, he's like, oh, wait, I'm underwater. And then whatever name he says, he's like, Jerry, I have to go. And then he hops on a giraffe and, like, rides off into the sunset. And then in that episode of SpongeBob, it shows, like, a family back at home. And the kids are laughing. And both of the adults look at each other like, what just happened? That didn't make sense. Yeah, that's it's kind of the, the best snapshot of the whole show is, um, okay. Okay, let's cut to commercial, I guess. <laughs> That's enough closure for right now. But uh, back to what we were saying at the beginning of the episode, speaking of memes, or just, uh, I saw like, I saw um, like four different friends posted on the Facebook, but someone said, Adele may be able to set fire to the rain, but SpongeBob can make campfires underwater. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Chalk it up as a win for SpongeBob. <laughs> That's awesome. I saw an amazing picture on Facebook the other day. Okay. This this was brilliant. I didn't actually show it to you. You may have seen it. It's a picture of two Batmans. It's like a profile shot of Batman's head. Like cartoon or? Yeah, car- okay. cartoon, not real. So cartoon Batman's profile, and there's two of them looking right at each other. Okay. And these two Batman shots make up one Wolverine head. It's crazy. Oh, it's like an optical illusion. It's so well done. Yeah, it's one of those things like, is this a lamp or, you know, girl Two. spreading her legs apart or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. Or is this an ugly woman or a, a beautiful model or, yeah. Yep, like exactly. Like flip it. And, or yeah. is, is this a woman's face or a man's face? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. But That's crazy. It's genius. I got to show it to you. Yeah. It's really, really well done. I like stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. I remember um, back in Spanish uh, in high school... I forgot what Spanish teacher it was or what year it was, but one of my teachers had a painting in her room where um, it was about, oh, what's that called? The story where they uh, killed a giant who they think, oh, Don Quixote. Ah, yes. The windmills that were giants or whatever. From far away, you look at the picture and it just looks like a, a guy and he has like a mustache or whatever. Mustache. But you get up closer to the picture and you realize that like his eyes are like two knights, you know, in like armor or whatever riding horses and then his nose is like the front side of a windmill and like his mustache are like two of like the arms on the windmill so it's like don quixote but like up close but from far away it just looks like a guy oh so cool. yeah I, I always like that picture i thought it was cool do you mind if i hit the rewind button sure. about one minute play <laughs> question okay i need a yes or no answer from you could one Wolverine beat two Batmans in a fight. Depends. Batman. Does Batman have all his current weapons? He has about three quarters of them. But it's it's like, okay, here's the way I want to put it. Batman always starts out these movies nowadays mm-hmm. with, let's say, inferior equipment. Yeah. He, he goes into battle and then he realizes, oh... I'm not good enough at fighting. That was Batman Begins. I, I should buy new fighting. stuff. I should get new stuff. <laughs> and then in The Dark Knight, it was, 
wow, this suit is really heavy. I can't move, and I'm really susceptible to dog bites. Let's have Morgan Freeman just, you know, concoct up something for me. Lucius Fox. Yeah, because he's just a total boss. So, <laughs> Hey, I like Morgan Freeman. He's my BFF. Oh, see, life. I sense sarcasm, so I was defending him. No, no sarcasm. I legitimately like Morgan Freeman quite a bit. On a real quick side note. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm going to stop you. I want an answer to this question enough to stop. Well, see, tangent. it's hard because Wolverine, it, it's really hard to kill him. So, I mean, is this a fight or is this a fight to the death? Like, wow. first person to, like, be on the ground. Because then all Wolverine has to do is basically just, like, I don't know, like, well, see, if Wolverine hits Batman with his claws, I think Batman's going to die. But what if he has Morgan Freeman's mega suit? I just feel like Wolverine would, like, stab him or impale him, whatever, and then just, like, throw him. Because Wolverine's, like, really strong. Even with a high-tech polymer carbon fiber weave? But see, now there's two Batman. So I guess... There's two, so... Wolverine or Batman. I guess Wolverine would be after one, and the other one could just do, like, a... I don't... Well, he does have two fists, so he could slash at both. Yeah, but I feel like because they have all the gadgets and stuff, the Batman could, like... They could fight from a distance, I suppose. Yeah, and then as Wolverine's, like, running towards one, you know, he could take out his, uh... I don't know what he calls it, but, like, his, like, grappling hook and, like, go to another building and, like, get behind Wolverine and then tie him up with, like, a... something. Who was the guy in X-Men who had, like, the the laser... Cyclops. Okay, I was gonna say, and I'm an I'm an X Men fan. What what if he was paired up with Wolverine against the two Batman? Batman. I yep. think I think the X Men will win. Okay, now here's the final question. Okay, final question. Bonus round. This all is, or nothing. Uh huh. <laughs> are Are you gonna double down on this? I'm actually gonna wager. Wager the whole pot here? 30, all your wins? 32000 32000 If I don't get this right, I'll have $1 left. Dollars? I thought we were playing in sweet potato chips. Oh, okay. Well, sweet potato chips works as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, totally the same. Legit. So, it's anyways. Not, it's not like those will go bad or anything. Never. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Just throw them in the freezer. <laughs> two, two bat men. men. It's so awkward. Are they the same Batman? Because Batman has evolved over time, and his fighting tactics have gotten, like, better. Okay. Because I feel like 1960s comic book Batman was kind of an idiot. Um, okay, this is not Adam West Batman we're talking about. We're talking about (laughs) Christian Bale. Okay. Christian Bale, and we're we're talking about... I I want, um, three quarters through the movie in Batman Begins, Christian Bale. Okay. And I want, at the end of the Dark Knight, Christian Bale. Oh, so they're different. Up. So, they, yeah, they're they're different. They both have kind of unique skill sets, but they're both pretty far along in the process of their maturation throughout the films. Mm-hmm. And then I want the most recent Wolverine. Okay. I want Wolverine today, right now. Okay. Can I just go off real quick? Did you see uh, X-Men um, First Class? I never actually got to see it. Okay, just real funny. Wolverine um, looked like a boss in yeah. that movie. Wolverine's in that movie, and they're like, you know, it's supposed to be like the first class X-Men, so they're like recruiting members, the mutants around the world, whatever. They find Wolverine in a bar, like a biker bar, 
And they walk in, and I don't remember the direct dialogue, but they're like, oh, hey, we heard you're a mutant or something. And then, uh, pardon the language, but we're, Wolverine just kind of like looks over his shoulder and he's like, fuck off. And then um, it's actually Xavier and uh, Magneto at the time. I forgot his name, but Peter? I don't know. But they just like they just like walk out. And I'm like, yeah, Wolverine, you don't need them. <laughs> it's just, it was just funny. Okay. But yeah, sorry. Let's, let's get back to the situation here. We were talking about... Okay. <laughs> we, we had three quarters through the film, Batman Begins, Batman. And then we had all the way at the end, Dark Knight. So very talented Batman. Mm-hmm. And then we have most current, recent Wolverine. And, right. Um, Clyclops? Cyclops. Cyclops. I thought <laughs> you said Clyclops, and I'm like, no way. That is not his name. Okay, good. I, I already embarrass myself by actually saying it out loud but here's the key to this whole situation okay cyclops and wolverine have danny devito penguin okay (laughs) so that adds a lot of value to their force i'm sure (laughs) a little a A little little. (laughs) a little he's he's almost gonna make them worse it's like (laughs) It's it's really borderline if it, if he actually is a it's kind of like help. it's kind of like crippling them. They're like, wait, really? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do with this short chubby guy? Like, in the first in ten the seconds of the fight, Wolverine's like, okay, Penguin, um, you know, do one, use one of your tactics. And then when he like turns his back, he just stabs him. And they're like, <laughs> okay, fight, fight on. Uh, <laughs> so, <sighs> Wolverine, <sighs> say, <sighs> you, you killed me, say. <laughs> You see? <laughs> so we have Penguin, Wolverine, Cyclops. That's a team. And then we have Batman plus Johnny Depp. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Can't bring him into this. Why not? I think that's totally fair. What movie? See? That's... <sighs> what movie? I feel like we've been over this before. Yeah, because we've probably talked about this like 12 <laughs> times already. What... Okay. What if we brought him in as... Johnny Depp, 3D Willy Wonka. Once again, we have essentially that's just like it's it's another crippling effect. So who can handle a terrible teammate better? It's kind of like having the Riddler on your team. You're not really sure what he's gonna do. There's there's some extreme potential. I think he's gonna provide humor, and you're and during the fight you're like, (laughs) good joke. Okay, now let's get serious. It, it could be distracting, but also very uplifting. And it, especially if you're down in battle, you need your spirits lifted. I guess. You need the moral I, support. But I think I would still go with the X-Men. Um, I don't know. I've never seen Batman fight someone with lasers before. I don't know mm. how well that would go. Slash his, his uh, like mouth and chin are exposed. So if something hits that, I feel like he's going to be pretty useless. And Cyclops is pretty accurate. Oh yeah, I would say he's he's one of like the I think he's actually like one of the like when X Men started as a comic. I'm pretty sure Cyclops was one of the original like eight. So yeah, he was. Yeah, it was like Cyclops, Angel, Beast, um, Iceman. Might have been one of the girls. I think it was actually Wolverine's wife. Um, really? Emma Frost was that his wife? I don't remember. But it, I don't I, know the X Men as well as you do. 
Um, we'll have we'll have we've uh, been teasing this, but we will have one day where we full out episode superheroes, villains, powers. We it will be a mega episode. We It'll should do be. like an hour and a half episode. Whoa, uh huh. <laughs> Below your mind. <laughs> Seriously, we're gonna lay it all out on the table. All sorts of combinations. Talk about everything from Mister Freeze to Johnny Depp because he's a superhero in a lot of minds. You know what? They need to make a movie. Where Johnny Depp is a superhero. Like, do a superhero that doesn't already have, like, a movie franchise. Like, uh, I don't know, the X-Men you can't do, you, you can't do a lot of Marvel characters because they've, like, all been done. But And now they're doing the Avengers. Well, yeah, you but know what I mean? they... Where they're bringing everybody together, which that could be pretty good. I'm excited. That, that I'm could e- also be a mega flop, too. Yeah, I'm excited about it. But, I mean, at the same time, they're kind of, like, teasing it. Like, I remember if you watched the end of Iron Man 2, they had, like, a mini clip for Thor. If you watched the end of Thor, they had, like, a mini clip for, um... I forgot who else is a part of the Avengers. But, uh, no, like, let's see, what hasn't been done yet? Um, I don't know. Aquaman? <laughs> Johnny Depp is Aquaman. I, I think it would be My mind would be blown. If anyone could pull it off, it's him. But quite honestly, if you're trying to come up with a new superhero and Johnny Depp needs to be... What? You mean like a new new superhero? Or, or someone who just hasn't oh, been okay. put in the line. I was like going to say, that's, that's kind of hard to do nowadays because, like, everything's been done, so... Really? What I would do is... Just do a Johnny Depp documentary. That guy is a superhero in real life. I guess. That's Practically. true. Practically. Yeah. Certainly he can't, to my knowledge anyways, gather all the fish in the sea and have them just attack at whim. Mm-hmm. But maybe he's working on that power. You know what's funny about Aquaman, just real quick? You can basically cripple him. Like, if you're, like, a villain and you're, like, in the sky or everything you do, like, you have your headquarters, like, in the city or something underground... Um, Aquaman's just like stuck in the ocean so he could be like go shark and the shark would jump but then like once it hit the beach it'd be like flop 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 I'm dead Lippity, no, flop. no no water um, I'm gonna quote the Big Bang Theory here okay uh, when they all had to dress up for the Bazinga <laughs> yes even yes. at 3 in the morning I can still pull off good jokes Bazinga <laughs> <laughs> there there was a time where they all had to dress up and um, it was a New Year's Eve costume party so they went to the comic book shop and they dressed up I did not see this episode mm-hmm. they they got Superman and uh, Green Lantern all that stuff I'm guessing and, Sheldon was the Green Lantern he wears that shirt a lot yep okay yep oh no he was the Flash oh he was the Flash yeah uh, Leonard got to be Green Lantern and Penny was Wonder Woman. Well, of course. If you ask any person that isn't, like, a somewhat knowledgeable about, like, superheroes, and you ask them, oh, who's your favorite, like, girl superhero? Wonder Woman just comes up because that's, like, the only one most people know about, sadly. Does Catwoman count? We went over mm-hmm. this in, like, episode four. We're not we sure keep rehashing where Catwoman... We gotta clear this up. We're not sure where Catwoman and Batgirl lie. We're not sure if they're the same person. We need to do our research, I guess. Let's research and save it for our mega episode. Right. I'm just saying. But, like, Wonder Woman, it, it makes sense, because... Yes. Just like in Family Guy, you know, they made fun of Aquaman, they've made fun of Superman, Spider-Man, whatever. Only girl I ever remember them making fun of is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. So... No, but anyways oh yeah I, I gotta go back Raj? to my main point that's what that was the, okay. the whole point of this tangent sorry um, we're not even on like cartoons anymore we're <laughs> it, we're, we're like we, well we're still st- staying on the show theme we're, we're still within sitcom pretending to be cartoon superhero characters okay so we're, we're very very connected I think 
to I our I think topic. we're kind of like in a washing machine right now. We're, we're just tumbling. Yeah. And kind of just going around in circles and don't really know when we're going to come out of this. Except instead of clothes, we're washing pigs. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hogwash reference. Um, can't so do that in the episode. That's crazy. You are crazy. So here's what it was. Penny was Wonder Woman. Penny's boyfriend was Superman. Oh, so wasn't not Leonard at the time? No, it wasn't. That's oh, why it okay. was sort of interesting. They're like on and off. Any other sitcom. It's, it's a very, very odd relationship they have. Sheldon was the Flash. Howard was Batman. I don't like Howard. I just, as a character, I just don't like him. But anyways. Okay, we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> Leonard. Sheldon. Green Lantern. Raj. Aquaman. Hell yeah. Raj was Aquaman. I've never seen an Indian Aquaman before, but it was so great. I was saying I was going to quote the Big Bang Theory, so here's my quote. Please. Raj says, Aquaman sucks. He kept walking around in this Aquaman suit that had these massive seahorses attached to the side, so it looked like he was wearing a big, like, puffy dress from the 1800s. You know how Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that had, like, the... The, uh, like, frame in them. Exactly. Yeah. So it looked like that, and he had these little seahorses attached to him. And all he did the entire episode was walk around and say, Oh, Aquaman sucks. He's the worst superhero. <laughs> and this, like, crying Indian accent. It was hilarious. But didn't he pick to be Aquaman? No, no, they picked it for him. And he oh. offered to switch with Penny and be Wonder Woman wow. instead of Aquaman. Which, I, I think I would have enjoyed that more. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, Aquaman is the worst. That is the most insulting thing you could ever do to someone is, you know, say, like, hey. And maybe, like, you gotta dress up as mixing Aquaman. it with uh, Mermaid Man from Spongebob. But did Aquaman have a um, starfish, like, on his face? Or is that only Mermaid Man from Spongebob? No, I think he had more of a mask type thing, but the colors are the same. Orange and green. Yeah, yeah, they, they totally swiped it. But and I like, and I liked when they like, yeah, in the show, you know, he'd be like, oh, I'm gonna call the fish, and he put like his fingers on his ear, like, mm, and these like little like sound waves would go out, and the fish would be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Come over. He's like, yeah, uh, we have to do some stuff. Hello. So who was Barnacle Boy modeled after? Was it anyone, or was it totally made up? Robin, the useless sidekick. <laughs> I think. Yeah, you're probably right with those colors and everything. I never thought of red and it. black. There wasn't any yellow or green, but red and black yeah yeah i could totally see that useless sidekick speaking of making connections i saw another picture i don't think it was on facebook it was just online but um do you remember the show and i'm sure a lot of our listeners do too the um the magic school bus oh loved it i used to rock out to that all day bro don't remember the kids names i know arnold was the like dorky orange haired kid but do you also remember the cartoon show um captain planet Ooh, sounds really familiar. There was like five teenagers from different parts around the world, and when they put their rings together, they made Captain Planet come out, and he would like save the day or whatever. But by themselves, like the Indian kid from India had like um, the Indian kid from Antarctica <laughs> <laughs> had like Earth power, and then like the girl from Russia had like a fire ring or whatever. But yeah, when they all came together, it made Captain Planet. Sorry to interrupt. But was that Russian girl from Russia? No, I just had to. She was a Russian girl from Ireland. Ah, okay, makes sense. Really interesting accent. Yeah, I'm Scottish. <laughs> I'm Scottish. What are you? I'm Scottish. Anyways, um, I'm a Russian. And they put the and they put the pictures like uh, top down view. Um, magic school bus up here. Um, 
Captain Planet on the bottom. And you look at them, and in the in both shows, there's like an Asian girl with like bangs in front of her face. There's a there's a guy with like orange hair that's like curly, but whatever. And then the there's five kids from the Magic School Bus, and then there's the five kids that are from Captain Planet, and it's like, are these just the Magic School kids like grown <laughs> up? They all looked oddly similar. I was like, this is weird. I never made that connection before. I would love to do that if I were ever a writer someday, for TV shows. Like have two separate shows running at the same time that are just obviously the same people and but see you if never just catches on yeah never say it never say it but just see if anything ever comes up right and just totally try to mess with people's minds but i do like to note though that if that like would be true you know back in the magic school bus like everybody like picked on arl he was the nerd or whatever and he like never wanted to go on vacation and captain planet he was like the leader so it's like role reversal what up yeah he's grown up good times that and speaking of captain planet i don't remember the character's name but, uh, you know, like, in every, like, cartoon show that's about, like, uh, superheroes and stuff, there's always, like, that, like, recurring villain who just doesn't give up. Like Mario and Peach. Yeah. He's actually the <laughs> recurring villain. Um, but I don't, I don't remember his name, but he basically sounded like a pig. And, like, his name was, like, Hoggy or something like that. Is this? And he would, he would be, like, be talking and be, like, and they would just, like, make noises. And he had, like, a pushed-in nose and, like, he was, like, really fat and, like, had, like, gross-looking hair. And so it's kind of like Danny DeVito as the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then his, like, uh, his, like, partner or whatever was, like, this, like, scrawny, like, five o'clock shadow hick guy who always wore, like, a truck driver hat. And I was like, how do these two meet? I'm like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> you oh know, just the pig hick social event last Friday. You know why this party sucks? Because there's no guests with breasts, and mine don't count. <laughs> Muscle Man reference number two. Oh! Whoa! Regular show. Love it. Oh, That's you guys it. are going to use the phone for uh, prank calls? <laughs> Rips the phone off the wall, beats it on the ground for like a minute, walks away, and he's just like, Mordecai, rig me! You're fired! <laughs> <laughs> if you guys haven't seen regular show uh it's on cartoon network like later at night like seven or eight um i mean it's just, it has it has like no plot but no plot totally random jumps around breaks every single rule i mean nothing makes any yeah, sense there's just like stupid humor in it it's it's, it's funny. so stupid but the characters you just fall in love with these characters pops is pretty great oh benson don't yell at mordecai rigby you did that pretty good. Yeah, it was actually not bad. That was my first attempt at it. Thank you. Thank Clap, you. Claps to pops. Um, Take a bow. There you Ooh. Well, when you said that, I just thought of the Rihanna song. I, Sorry. Didn't mean to. I know. I was just like, whoa. <laughs> my bad. Anyways. Think about that next time. Um, I don't know. Another quick side tangent. If you think about it, like, you can't really say anything in a conversation anymore without making reference like, some kind of song. Because... There's too many songs out there. Yeah, Let's get rid of some. Just like movies, uh, songs are running out of ideas, or like writers or the artists or whatever running out of ideas. So they will either like remake a song, or they'll like sing a song that has like the exact same meaning about a different song that's also on the radio at the same time. You know, that's what really frustrates me when someone and an artist that's not very popular. Which we're we're talking about. Um, I don't know what you're getting at. So I'm 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 making the comparison of uh, I'm Morgan Heap. Oh, okay. And Jason Derulo. 
okay? Morgan Heap, not a well-known artist. No. Comes out with this song, and amazing song. Hide and Hide Seek. And seek. Yeah. Hide and Seek. Okay. So... But I was getting at you. Yes, yes. So we, we have this terrific song, but it doesn't gain a lot of traction. So then Jason Derulo, oh, since I'm a and, rapper. And wasn't it like five years later? Yeah. Yeah. And then he just brings it back, and all of a sudden, oh, that's number one, and this song is so good. Wow, where'd you get that beat from? That's genius. I love that. Yeah. It's, someone else already created that, and you just swiped it from him. Was, that, just, his, was that his writing solo song? Um, I'm riding solo, riding solo. I don't think so. It was something else. I'm trying to remember what it was. Mm, I don't know him that well. It was. Uh, it was called "What You Say." Oh, what it was you say. actually called "What You Say." So he stole the title, from and it what sounds someone else wrote. And when the uh, what's it called? When the chorus comes by, it, it sounds like Imogen Heap's like voice kind of singing it. It is. It oh. totally is. Oh, so I I don't know if there was I actually thought it was legit like pair some up. girl or I, something. See, I well. I, I can't say that for certain because it never said like featuring yeah Mogan Heap. I never saw that. He could just be like ripping the clip. I thought it was just a total swipe job. Yeah. And I'm thinking just because you're in this genre that you know just can anything can take off for three weeks and then die. Yeah. You know it's just the nature of it. Like you can just steal someone's work of art and then you just repurpose it and oh it's great because now there's like a little baseline behind it. Mm. I mean really. Come up with your own stuff. Yeah. And like what you were saying, coming up with your own stuff, um, it was like two years ago, Lil Wayne had a song called Six Foot Seven Foot with uh, Corey Guns, but uh, the chorus of it, it goes six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. And, you know, everyone was like, oh, yeah, that's real sick, man, whatever, it's original. And I'm not saying I hate the song, but Bust. because I have, like, kind of older parents... Um, they would listen to the oldies or you'd hear it like at a wedding or whatever but there's a song from like 1951 by Harry Belafonte I don't know if that's how it say his name but it's called the Banana Boat Song and in that he goes six foot seven foot eight foot bunch yeah. so it's like Lil Wayne trying to be sneaky like oh hey that song's like six years old no one will realize the reference a lot of people actually did like, if you, like, listen to either of those songs on YouTube, there's, like, a war going on. Like, Little Wayne's an idiot. Ah, he's not original at all. And, like, all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, YouTubers, calm down. But Well, they're always overdramatic with their comments. and Oh, we've already talked about that. Yeah, so. let's not get into that again. But, but um, at least that's better, I guess. Because I guess that's you give it a little time for it to... Or you're kind of, like, recognizing it. As opposed to... You know, the classic example of uh, Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie, which is, like, the late 80s. And then, like, in 91 or 92, Vanilla Ice had Ice Ice Baby, which had, like, the exact same, uh, like, background music. So Yeah. That's, yeah. That's just whatever. But anyways, um, you know, it'd be great if there was a way you could mix, like, music, TV shows, and superhero-esque ideas are you, you could put them in the blender and hit that pulse button the ooh, you're gonna pulse it you're not gonna chop or puree puree nah. okay I'm just going with pulse and you know what you would get you get this band that was formed in the night in 1996 1997 94 i believe even sorry I mean, they're they're going way back old, and old group. i can't place my name on them right now um i think i know who you're talking about ah the Aquabats. 
Aquabats. Okay. Assemble. No. <laughs> we should really call them the awkward bats. Yeah, really. they are messed up. But you're you're talking about this this blend, this combination of music and of television and superheroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could there ever be someone who has those bases covered already? Well, I got news for you. The Aquabats are a rock band. Well, if you want to call them that. I don't know what you call them. Weird. They're, they're weird. Okay, here's... here's <laughs> that's, that's what they are. Here's the perspective. They actually had a song on their... Was it their last album? It was their last album, which was High Five Soup. High Five Soup. <laughs> we did a little research prior to recording. Yes, their, their last album of their five. Pink Pants. Pink Pants featuring Strong Bad from Homestar Runner. Now, anyone who knows, like, Homestar Runner, it's, it's kind of been, like, done. It's 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 over. It it, it had its, its run. It kind of which it was yeah. a great run. I I was a huge fan, but it's over. So they're getting like a retired strong bad to feature, yeah, in, in the song in a real song. And actually, we looked up a live <laughs> concert that they had in Atlanta, <laughs> and they even brought on a strong bad puppet. Yeah, and that was their live version of having strong bad. So instead of uh, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> For example, just come on stage. Nicki Minaj in the Aquabats. <laughs> <laughs> pink pants, right? Oh, pink God. Friday. Pink pants, pink ham, Nicki Minaj. Now watch me go cat. Ow. <laughs> Freestyling. What's up? <laughs> yeah, so... Or if you don't know him from Homestar Runner, um, if you play Guitar Hero 2, there was a song Trogdor. called Trogdor, and that's by Strong Bad, so... That was so awesome. That was a finishing. It's, it's like it goes by so quick. I'm it's, like, oh, it's over. It's pure gold, but that once again, that ran its course, and that was it. He's, yeah, Strong Bad's not musically inclined. But anyways, so, so I like what James is going off of was formed in '94. They have like five studio albums, whatever. They have some like EPs. For some reason, they made it to five because and they're still going. Like they they never disbanded. No. And mind you, by disbanded, you know, like breaking up, they've had like many different people on. Even Travis Barker, who plays. Uh, the drums for Blink-182 recently got back together after a hiatus, but he was with the Aquabats for like two, for like two years. And you're like, really? Like Messed a big up. name person like that? But I guess when you're part of the Aquabats, you can't have your name. You have to come up with like a nickname. Superhero name. So the head guy of the band who's been in it the entire time, um, everyone knows him as like MC Batman. Or... I don't remember his name. There's also Jimmy Robot. Jimmy Robot and... Uh... Eagle's Nest Falcon Wing or something? Falcon Hawkers? Falcon yeah. Hawk, that was it. And Travis Barker was um like Tony the Van Bolton or something. I was like, yep. <laughs> but anyways, um, so the, and then they have like followers who are the, uh, uh, I forgot. Oh. oh, oh man. The Aqua Groupies or Aqua something? Aqua something to see. I don't know. But anyways, and they have like a fan following, whatever. Just on like the first week of March, they launched their show. I I happened to run across this. It's on a network called The Hub. What which, is okay. that? 
Okay, and this so, channel doesn't exist. <laughs> so a band that is literally almost two decades old, they just landed a TV show. And it's a TV show that, okay, it's about superheroes and them fighting villains, which apparently that's what their albums are all about. They, they have yeah. a villain on the cover, and like they go through in these songs, and they're like And they're track names, yeah. Yeah, and, and by the way, for their concerts, they do dress up in their superhero suits that they have. Yeah, it's And like, that's the suits they wear on the TV show. It's like tight skin, like blue, uh, like morph suit material. And then they have like a, kind of looks like a, a wrestler mask. Oh, totally. Thing. Exactly. And, and it's just like five guys. And... I, wow, I'd never heard of them until I saw this TV show. And it was the What tri- time of the night was this on? I'm guessing this wasn't like a mid-afternoon show. <laughs> they, well, I, I think they do new episodes Saturday morning at 11. Oh, God. So they, they've got that classic cartoon slot, but... Going back to cartoon logic, okay, yeah, I like it. and like, there, like there's it. no logic with this show. It's, it's actually kind of funny if you're in the right mood. If mm-hmm. you're in like a very, very happy mood, uh, quote, like you just had a drink of scotch sort of <laughs> mood, then it gets kind of good. And it's just this really, really weird blend of Power Rangers meets Adult Swim. Yeah, James actually showed me a clip of it on uh, some website that we Google searched. And, yeah, um, they, like, were on the scene fighting this, like, tree monster with one eye with, like, tentacles. And they were, they were, it was, they were acting like Power Rangers, basically. They were all, like, taking turns to attack it. And then, like, when they killed it, it exploded. It was just... Great special effects, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the monster's fur, or skin was, like, fur or whatever. So when it exploded, like, it, like, went back to the Aquabats. And they all had, like, pieces of fur on <laughs> it was so perfect too how there was this big bad monster and then right when it's about to blow up they have this cutaway to essentially what looks like a potato <laughs> they did yeah it well i mean it wasn't a potato but it kind of looked like it it was just a mini model it was like a six inch model that they blew up oh I, I missed that yeah that's that was the best part of it oh and then the show's also weird because how many shows do you know that are live action with like real actors and then halfway through the show the characters in the show watch a show about themselves in cartoon form. It was amazing. They actually found a TV lying around in a forest. It kind of reminded me of the Teletubbies. Oh, big time. Okay, Teletubbies, Adult Swim, Power Rangers. Power Rangers. With music. <laughs> Rock band. Boom. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, the Teletubbies would be like, oh. Or, or like, a Blue's Clues. Sometimes when they open up the mail, yeah. they would have, like, a little person like, oh, this is my house, whatever. Yeah, the Aquabats, like, finished the fight, and then they looked on the ground, and there's just, like, a random TV, and then oh, they're like, oh, let's catch up on the Aquabats, and they watch, like, a five-minute cartoon segment of their characters in a different, like, universe. It has nothing to do with what's going on right now. They're they're fighting a different villain. It made no in, sense. In outer space. Some and guy got captured. I don't know what was going on. Telepathic tea time. <laughs> <laughs> he actually said that in the show, the villain. And then this little sound wave like popped up a teacup for him, and he like sipped it. It was just. I I would seriously look into Aquabats and do some research about their television show and their music, just just to get a glimpse of what this magical combination is. Or at least just check out Pink Pants. <laughs> yeah, just type in Aquabats Pink Pants. That's probably their best song. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, probably the last one you'll listen to is well. Aqua Tears. Was that the? It might have been. Aquabats and the Aqua Tears, but it, C kind of sounds familiar, like the Aqua Cronies or the Aqua. Oh yeah, I don't know, but so that's that. Yeah, that was that was an interesting find, no doubt. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, well, 
Episode 7, done, complete, finished. What? That was an interesting day. That was an interesting uh, topic, I guess. You know, even I can say that we hopped around a little bit. <laughs> just, just a tad. A tad more than usual. We were swimming even. in this pool over here that had like a waterfall in it. And then we got distracted by something and went out. And we only slightly dipped our toes in another pool. But then we came back to our original pond. So are you saying that I ordered a pizza... And then an hour later, I forgot and went for a cheeseburger. <laughs> I went downstairs to get the mouse, but I came back up with the soda. <laughs> Another meme reference. There's this one. If you guys have seen the movie uh, Pineapple Express, James Franco's character, I can't remember his name. Sal. Sal? I don't know. But, um, and there's that scene in the, show, in the movie where he's like crying while like eating a cheeseburger on the swings. So there's a meme called, like, uh, first world stoner problems. <laughs> and then, like, the first box, you, like, say, like, oh, I was going to go do something. And then the second box, it shows him crying, eating a cheeseburger. And it's like, but I forgot about that. Uh. <laughs> it was just funny. Those are so good. We're going to post that, a link to all those. The pizza one's good. We're also going to post a picture about that uh, mind blow of a cartoon growing up thing between... The Magic School Bus Kids and the Captain Planet Kids. Yeah, it's perfect. Which, by the way, we're making a small correction real quick. I made the mistake of saying one of the teenagers from Captain Planet was from India. Um, turns out he's actually from South America. But, you know, light, so light I'm skin. And... Sorry if I offended anyone. I didn't mean anything by it. Also, <laughs> it isn't just Captain Planet. The show was called Captain Planet and the, the Planeteers. Planeteers. <laughs> the irrelevant Planeteers, but the Planeteers. Because once was. they put the rings together, they're like, oh, we can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. But anyways, that was episode seven. Would you please have Before we go, uh, it's around that time where some of you guys are on spring break, whether you're in high school or college. Um, so when you listen to this, uh, you know, send us something on the blog or the email or the Facebook telling us like how your spring spring break went, and if you guys have like any interesting stories because we're interested in hearing about them. Yeah, and we would love to go off on a tangent about something you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you went skydiving? Oh, one time I like went diving in a volcano. It was crazy. And then seventy two minutes later, we wind up talking about the aquabats again. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, and remember that also when you're in iTunes, you can actually go to the album artwork in the lower left and click on it. High five soup? Potentially. (laughs) And just click on it, and I'll take you right to our blog where you can comment and share anything you want with us. That's a really, really simple way to do it. So share the happenings, ask questions, give us more topics. If you know another band that's like the Aquabats that has their own cartoon show in the morning and has been around for a long enough time to have a weird weird following of people please share with us because we'd be interested that concert that was in atlanta they showed the audience a couple times it was pretty big it was pretty jumping okay yeah the people were rocking i mean and that was not like grandma's you know garage yeah that was and on a side note you know some people just don't sound good live the singer for the aqua bass doesn't sound good on the album either yeah so live it's (laughs) pretty bad (laughs) anyways um so then yeah you can check out our blog and then you can also find us on facebook under hogwash podcast join Mm -hmm. the community and you can also email us at hogwashpodcast at gmail.com yes yes we want more crazy ideas so go for it guys cool well i got a question for you yeah man 
What just happened? Well, James, that was total hogwash. Hogwashing by day and by night. I'm Captain Planet and I'm gonna go fight. Hoggish greedily. Oink. Oink. Woo. Goodbye.